Yes. Open micer comedy podcast. Open micer comedy podcast. Open micer comedy podcast. Open That was very Open holy. Micer Comedy <laughs> Podcast. Hallelujah! Open <laughs> Micer Comedy Podcast. Podcast! Open Micer Comedy Podcast. Open Micer Comedy Podcast. Open Micer Comedy Podcast. Open Micer Comedy Podcast. <laughs> Royale. Yes, this was right. this is our fun. most righteous beginning ever, thanks to our great guest, Michael Allen. A generic name, but not a generic personality. Yes, he's completely entranced in his performance of of scratching the sixth string of the guitar. And he's wearing a Japanese. Yeah, it looks like a daishiki. Yeah. Is it a is it a kimono or? A da- or it's not a kimono. Open comedy. That was holy. He looks like an angry Japanese man at this moment. But he also looks like Christ. Like a little bit. Yeah, he looks like Podcast. Woo! Yes. That was that was, that was righteous. Can you teach me the Bible? <laughs> the Bible? Oh yes. no. I can't teach can't. the Bible, man. It's a bunch of nonsense. Okay. What if I want to learn? <laughs> I don't know. I guess read it. Okay. Read it. You know? I read I read the first um, I the love three the or first four page. books of the Bible. <laughs> yeah, I just I would read it for fun. The, the, the first page of the Bible is, like, epic in a way because it's all about, like, a bunch of names begetting some other guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not just first page. I think first few of chapters are kind of like that. Yeah, they, they, it then, loves the word beget. Yeah. The first page. This beget this, this beget yeah, this that. this person beget that person, beget that person, beget that person. I'm like, I don't know. Just a lot of like intercourse and uh, pregnancy and labor just happened. When will like, between the lines. like truly like Old Testament-y biblical names come back? Because like you know, th- we like have Abraham. Like, that's I mean, we have like Chris or like uh, or Joseph. Well, Michael's a biblical name too. Jehovah. Yeah, and Michael too. But I'm talking about like Abel or or Cain or. Oh, by the way, Michael Allen CPA. Michael Allen CPA. 
Are you for, like you forgot a, the CPA? Oh, okay. are you I'm a sorry. certified you know public a, accountant? It, what is that? What a certified what's a certified a, public accountant? That's a CPA. CPA. That's usually what a CPA is. Yeah. Oh, that's what I thought you are. You're not an accountant. Oh no, I'm a comedic performance artist. Well, oh, I, I love it. Like, yeah. it's I thought you were a con- accountant. That's why I booked you. No. I, what if I no because like I need some tax birth. advice. You need to. She needs to evade season. some taxes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. what do you want to know? Let's see what I can do. I do have um, a master's degree in international relations and economics. Yeah, but so I do yeah. have you know some basic accounting knowledge. Okay. Yeah. How do I not pay tax and not get busted and and not uh, you know face any uh, repercussion? Um. I would just start by not paying taxes and then kind of figure it out. As well. <laughs> <laughs> you just do it. It's like Nike. Just yeah, it's like how just do you do, do comedy? It. Just fucking do it already. Just do it. Yeah. When yeah. did you start to do comedy? Oh, I started doing comedy. Um, um, I probably started doing comedy in the womb, I guess. I've Ooh. always been doing comedy my whole life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it hasn't always been stand up or comedic. Okay. Can you get closer to the mic? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can Sorry, put I like it, it. Put yes, it yes. closer to you. Yeah. <clears throat> like you're almost going to kiss them. Yeah. 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 So I've always had comedy in my life from a little kid. It was either improv or it was sketch or it was writing or it was uh, or uh, web comics or Whoa, you whatever. made web comics? Oh, fuck yeah, I made a web comic. What'd you get out of here? Can you like plug it? I love web sure, comics. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. It's called Circle versus Square. Wow. Circle versus square. That seems that that kind of reminds me of that weird one called XCD or whatever. Oh, XKCD. Yeah. yeah, XKCD. That was like the big web comic of all web comics at the time. Yeah. Probably still is. Yeah. Whatever happened based. to web comics though? I don't like, know, man. I stopped doing it, and then they were like, "Fuck, man, there's nothing left to do." Because you need thing? you you yeah, don't it, put their comic like, books on it's online. It's like web comics needed GeoCities or something like because it can't exist these days in a in a great way. Well, mine's still online. You can go to circleversusquare.com oh, cool. right now and you can I will check read it out. like yeah. I don't know 175 or maybe 200. I think maybe just high 100s. Oh, web comics. That's awesome. Of yeah. circle versus square, yeah. But Did you draw it yourself? I drew it all myself. That's 100%. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. What's yeah. the process? I mean, it's it's just like a circle and a square. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's <laughs> he's probably more of like a writer kind of yeah. comic guy yeah. yeah but there are other shapes too there's triangle and pentagon and uh, what wow. do these shapes represent like ooh well they all had different characters okay um yeah let's see um i guess square was more um square was a little bit more angry sort of like might makes right kind Whoa. of a guy mm-hmm. brutal yeah whereas circle was a little bit more nuanced but maybe yeah. tried to be maybe tried to be a bit more clever yeah. yeah, and his takedown of Square, you Damn. know, but that sometimes left his left himself vulnerable to Square's more blunt attacks, you know. I like this. So somebody is just more alpha. Yeah, you could say that Square is more alpha, but Square also that alphaness could easily be used by Circle to. You know, because Circle could lay a very easy trap that say, well, anyone who wants to prove their alphaness would obviously fall into this trap and you can kind of manipulate a person who's so intent on being alpha that you can like set little traps for them and then they go like two steps and then they're like oh fuck now i can't 
Now I've embarrassed myself because I wasn't thinking ahead. I was just trying to... gets trapped in circular logic. Yeah, that'll happen a lot. That'll happen a lot. Uh, Triangle was more of a aristocratic fop. Or the evil, because that's what triangles represent. Uh, triangles represent evil? Oh, yeah, do tell, do. man. Tell me all about how triangles like represent they, evil. Compositionally, they're, comp- they're constantly used in horror films and in old paintings where they want to, where if the artist wants to, uh, you know, symbolize evil, they, they try to compose things in a triangle. What about pyramids? Yeah, same with pyramids. That's why you have all these co- uh, conspiracy theorists with about like the, the Illuminati, American with dollar? like the pyramid with the eye on top. No, see, I call bullshit on all of that stuff. Okay, <laughs> the reason why you see triangles in so many mythologies mm-hmm. is just because stable? it's a very pleasing shape. That's true too. I mean, it's the first it, it's, shape that you can actually make yeah. because anything else is a line. Or is two dimensional. You can't make a, sh- a two sorry one dimensional. A two dimensional triangle, like a flat triangle, is the first shape you can make. Then you can get to a square that is four sides. Yeah. But there's no but two, then you there's have no two sided shape. So then you have symmetry. With you have a square, symmetry with well, but triangles are symmetrical. Yeah. It, yeah, it depends be. on the it triangle. It depends yeah. on the triangle. It depends on the triangle. But most of the triangles you see depicting these symbols, uh, these things that you're talking about, are usually symmetrical. Yeah. And um, triangles are, you know, we like to have our balance. You know, we like to have, there's one thing and then there's the other thing. And then someone comes home and like, oh, but then there's the third thing. And yeah. then, the, you know, they can all kind of interrelate with one another. And then two can get together to fight the third or but alliances can shift. You know, once you have three, then yeah. you can get into a little bit of chaos. You know, two's company, three's a crowd. Which one represents yeah. you the most? Oh, which shape represents me the mm-hmm. most in that comic? Yeah. Oh gosh! Who are you ro- no rooting comment. for? No comment. <laughs> no comment. It's sponge shape. Yeah. <laughs> sponge shape. So yeah, triangle is the. This is fun. I get. I'm talking about circle versus square the whole the whole podcast. So yeah, triangle is like an aristocratic, fop kind of character. I, I like those characters. So they're and, the uh, most anime, I'd imagine, because like. You know, he makes epic speeches like my father. <laughs> oh, Triangle makes very epic speeches. <laughs> yeah. Uses a lot of uh, grandiloquence. Yeah. Uses a lot of uh, malapropisms. Yes. Which for the uninitiated means uh, using a word that sort of sounds like it's the right word, but is actually the wrong word for the context. And then Pentagon is the authoritarian dictator of the realm. <laughs> Whoa. And, Pentagon. Um, so wait, so he's even more alpha than the square, I'd imagine. In a way, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Actually, Pentagon is more alpha than the square. Damn. And Pentagon has an army of, of pentagonites, which are mini pentagons that follow Pentagon around. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I gendered them at the time. Okay. But I think if I were to do that comic again, I would probably make them agender. They don't need genderless. Yeah, I just. Yeah. I was young and stupid. I was just. It was my first time writing a comic, and I just thought it would be easier for the audience. How many readers do you have? Because you feel incredibly guilty about, like, this innocuous kind of thing. Yeah. But it would have been more. I think it would have been more appropriate to have them not have. Yeah. Not genders. binary. But, you know, but I you understand go, that can now. Can you re nedge and just make them genderless now? Or. Is it too late? Oh, of course you can. I'm a big believer in just you can just change it at any moment. Okay. I think if I wanted to make them genderless, I would I would write a new comic, like a new uh-huh. you know, one seventy eight or whatever I'm on. Yeah. And it'd be like square and circle talking to each other and then they would be referring to each other as it. 
Oh, and okay. Stuff. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, yeah, and then Square would be like, "Oh, didn't didn't we used to call it or circle? No, that's more of a circle thing. Didn't we used to call each other he?" <laughs> and Square would say, "You know, um, you know, Those what are you what are you talking about?" Or I don't know. And the triangle and, would say "eat" because yeah. there he's. That it is elegant. Yeah. <laughs> Eat. <laughs> yes. How many um, readers do you have for this comic? Um, yeah. My little made-up comic there. That was a, that was just a rough draft. Please don't think that that's. Um. Anyway. Sounds pretty. Epic I had to me. at one point. I had like. I think there was one month where I got like a hundred thousand unique visitors. Whoa. Ooh. And there was definitely that's a day good. where I got like eleven or twelve or maybe even seventeen or eighteen thousand visitors. This Damn. was back in the day of like Stumble Upon and there were all these Whoa. web apps that you could like put in your browser and then you'd click like a random button and yeah. it would take you to websites. And I had for some reason one of these comics I had mm-hmm. really struck a chord with that. So I'd get tons of traffic from that. Um did you monetize uh, yeah. it? Uh, you know, I briefly monetized it because, you know, I, re- I really hated monetization. And I still kind yeah. of do. I'm selling mm-hmm. merch now and stuff. I've, I've learned to accept it. But at the time, I really hated it. But here's the thing I really hate. Advertising. I fucking yeah. hate <laughs> advertising. I hate advertising. I understand that I have to advertise myself. but Or do you think targeted ads? Fuck targeted ads. Make it worse? Oh, good question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Yes. Yes, I think targeted ads make it worse. I think yeah. that, um, you know, targeted ads are not really what people think they are anymore. I know. I, it, it, targeted ads are, um, it's not just you. It's like, oh, what do you like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I'll, Oh, you like, um, you like uh, slippers and you like... Um, I don't know Hawaii, and you like whatever the fuck, and you like you like I don't know, just whatever you clicked or you know Shawshank Redemption. I don't know, and then you get targeted. Oh, people who like this, like this other thing, and so you get targeted. No, it's not even like that. It's like what did you just search for ten seconds ago? Yeah, and what are you most likely to be interested in this moment? So it's not just you. It's like a, the slice of you that is happening now. And yeah. I have an argument about I searched it does not mean I'm interested or i'm into it sometimes i'm just curious and a lot i search oh, that a lot means of you're interested if you're okay, curious you're fucking interested we need to talk about the targeted ads that are just they're uh, not you at all we like, need to be talking uh, about these fucking snacks i brought hey what? brought snacks yeah oh my gosh, what is you. it yeah open it on up you can have yourselves a donut oh, whoa nice. whoa the generosity that's a donut hole, Michael yeah. Ellen Jerry Seinfeld Ross. had a bit about donut holes. A ton of donut holes. That's Thank right, you. yeah. Thank you, my man. Mm-hmm. Where did you get it? I got these at USA, USA Donuts, the most USA donuts of I all know. the donuts. Look at that. Look at that straggler. There's a donut that's that's like hanging in a wall. It's like a barnacle. <laughs> it's yeah. What's the, what's the story of this potato? I'm sorry, what what'd you say? Are you saying that there's a potato in the donut box? There's no. What are you talking about? There's like donuts in the donut box. Yeah, there's like a potato in the donut box. It looks. That's like. a. But that's a. That's a fucking donut. Wait, that's a donut. I brought you You're donuts. You're not being recorded, Zio. By the way, like Zio's talking about a potato. There's a potato in, in the, the donut, donut box. There is not a potato in the donut box. Yes, All I brought was good, high quality donuts from USA Donuts. Yeah. Who cares? Like, there's no. There's, there's no potato in the box. There's like, no potato. There's donuts. In the box. That's all that matters. I'm eating donuts right now. I mean, I would eat it, and I would yeah. prove that 
it's a donut. Do you want me to prove that yeah, that's a donut? Let's, let's prove it. Let's prove it. I can't do that. <laughs> you can't do it. I'm gluten-free. I'm oh, gluten-free. Right. Oh, I can't true. eat the donut. Oh, so <laughs> I can't eat the donut because I'm gluten-free. Yeah. But if you what think... What if you eat gluten? Like, what's the repercussion? Uh, the repercussion, um, it's kind of like if I'm eating a potato, actually. It, um... It irritates. It irritates my bowels somewhat. Damn. Yeah. IBS. Yeah. Oh, do you? How's that? How's that going for you? Oh, I don't have it. You don't have it. Mm. I think we I had a, a language barrier. A language barrier. I have a tushy. Yeah, do you, you know have what a that tushy? is? Yeah. A tushy? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's like, yeah, it's a butt. So even if I have it? It's a tush. No, no, no. It's like, it's, wow. it's something else. It's a brand of... Uh, Bidet. A bidet. Well, yeah, but that's because it goes up your butt. It's a bidet. Yeah. It's about it's about a butt. It doesn't yeah. go up my butt. Their branding is very much about butts. I mean, obviously by the title, but if you actually looked at their advertisement, it's very mm. provocative. Like, it's funny because yeah. their the the website is hellotushi.com. I'm like, mm-hmm. hmm, why do they just say tushi.com? And then my boyfriend type in tushi.com. It's an ass fucking website. That sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> That sounds about right. There was back in the day when the internet was just, uh, they were teaching me internet like in high school, like freshman year of high school. They were like, this is a search engine. Oh, yeah. You know, this is like how it works. <laughs> and um, at the time, you know, I was into like Nintendo games and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Zelda.com and see what's what on Zelda.com. Okay, com. what is on Zelda.com? Now I think Nintendo bought it, but at the time, yeah. Zelda.com was a porn site. <laughs> oh, so that makes sense. I would yeah. tell my friends, like, oh, have you seen the, heard the new Zelda game? Like, go to Zelda.com, and then they'd be like, oh, my God, what did you send me to? <laughs> Yeah. Was, Open micer comedy that was podcast. Back when, like you needed to know HTML to have a site. But I love the old internet. I don't know why. Like I'm trying to build my personal website. The old internet is the best internet. Yeah, like like to get somebody's AOL account, so you can you can guess it back then. Like, dude, go watch if you haven't seen it. Watch Lasagna Cat. Okay, Lasagna Cat is amazing. Old, I mean, it's not even old old internet. It's old YouTube though, for sure. Oh, it's, oh my God, I remember. Yeah, Lasagna Cat is amazing. Yeah. And the then um, what else? Alan Tutorial. Watch Alan Tutorial. Whoa. What is that? What is Alan Tutorial? It's a guy who does tutorials. I mean, what more do you need to know? Yeah. No uh, tutorials. Tutorials, yeah, on anything. Oh my God, I remember that. Like it was kind of like the, um, it was like that old internet company that that paid any random schmuck to like, just. Uh, no, just, you don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> but donut is hmm. really good. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You should try this one. Donut's what? What? Really don't, the potato donut. Yeah, potato yeah. donut. Yeah. I don't know. I don't no, know. I'm not adventurous edible. like that. No. Yeah. So tell us more about your comedy. Yes. Oh. All right. You want to know about my comedy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Chapter four, definitions. The trouble with defining concepts. Waging a crusade against conceptual ambiguities is not an essential part of a social science based on a Weberian principle. However, such a social science must not forswear formal considerations because setting one's conceptual house in order might be inevitable in certain circumstances. The necessitating occasion may be a current of conceptual confusion or methodological controversies that threaten to interfere with the process of empirical investigation. For this reason, Weber himself decided to write on the methodology of social and historical sciences. Well, it defines I, your that, comedy. I think I get it. Yeah. yeah, I think that sums it up. I don't, I don't think there's yeah. any explanation needed, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Elitists. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was Max Weber's Sociology of Intellectuals by Ahmad Sadri, Professor Ahmad Sadri. Talk about like your uh, what you're wearing right now. Is oh. this your homage to Japanese culture? Well, is it? You tell me. You tell me. What does my shirt say? Mm, it said "Made in America." Yeah, mm. it says "Made in America." Yeah, but how it, does it but say it? It was written in. That's Chinese, but right. I'm pretty sure the there's a Japanese way to say. Are you are you telling me that? Mm-hmm. Are you telling me that you saw what I'm wearing? And you thought that this was Japanese when it's clearly Chinese that's on my shirt? I mean, do we even know no, the I'm difference ta- between I'm Chinese and Japanese? I'm talking about the outfit, not talking about your T-shirt. I don't know. I think you're just, I, 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 I think you're just difference. casting huge generalizations about Chinese and Japanese. I, I would I doubt you even know the difference. I probably don't know the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's embarrassing. All Chinese guys watch Japanese porn. To a point that I feel well, like... Well, it's just the, you know, Japanese is a big producer yeah. and China yeah. kind of censors. It's like Canada <laughs> and the U.S., right? Can yeah. Canadians mm-hmm. consume American cultural product to mm-hmm. a point that, why do you need to make your own stuff? And does it really matter? Mm. You, you know, know what's sad is like, like we often beat them at hockey. Like, and, but oh, we shit. Hate, we don't even care about hockey. Like... <laughs> God. Are yeah. you talking about the U.S. versus Canada, or are you talking yeah. about the kind of Asian that you are, which is... Oh, what, what kind of Asian he is? Oh, I'm a Filipino. Ooh. A Filipino, okay. <laughs> kind of I knew Asian you guys you weren't are. the same kind yeah. of Asian, so I just had to he's, you know, he's not my kind. make sure... It's funny because like uh, it's it's okay to say a Filipino. I don't know why. Can you say you a, a Chinese? I don't, I don't know. You, you can't say he's a gay. That you can't, sounds really you can't offensive. say he's a gay or he's a black it just sounds he incredibly offensive but right. like he's a he's black. a filipino it's completely fine <laughs> he, you can't say he's a chinese i think it's something about the ease something about the ease at the end makes it sound more offensive chinese japanese yeah. vietnamese a, a chinese that's that's right. yeah that sounds it sounds kind of right. offensive that's why I, my ex-husband's but, family used to ask what kind of knees are you uh-huh yeah yeah. Oh well, we had a we had a knees thing back in, back in like kindergarten. It was very very offensive. What do you mean a knees thing? It was like was this. It was thing. like a it was like a children's rhyme. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It was like a children's rhyme. All right. And it would go and, and you like, would do you would like put your fingers on your eyes oh, and you would like move right them now. in different directions. He's doing it right now. Right. <laughs> and I don't remember the eye motions. This is the Chinese one. Is that I right? I guess. What's the Japanese one? This one. Is that right? This is a Korean. I okay, so. I don't know which one Did, it was. What do you think? That's kind of brutal because, like, in the incel world, like, <laughs> uh, when what she, well, she, what she did was she, she stretched her eyes and put them downward for Japanese, and to the incel world, mm-hmm. that means the Japanese have a, a negative canthal tilt, which what? is is scientifically uglier to them. Oh right, you've got oh, a yeah. you've got an incel thing, right? I, I yeah, remember uh-huh. hearing you debating someone about. Whether your incel identity was like holding you back or something. Okay, right? it probably is, but whatever. There's no yeah. difference. There's no difference. What do you mean? He's a big uh, proud member no of the difference? incel community. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Well, are you asexual? Um, I mean, like, no. I mean, the whole thing so is involuntary caliber. So I, I don't have the biggest sex drive. Asexual right, is yeah. like, honest, you know, but, yeah, but I'm no not full on asexual. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right, right. You yeah. like a little, a little bit. Yeah, but right. yeah, but just forty. Uh, you like a little tush. 
40 yeah, tabs yeah. on Pornhub, you know. Yeah, right, but look, I object. I object to the whole print, the whole principle, the whole concept of um, of involuntary celibate, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. What is your because point? being a celibate is a choice by definition. Like yeah. monks are celibate; they choose yeah. to adopt a lifestyle in which they have no sex. So yeah, you can't we call be volcel, but oh, you and, call and that, I'm you call, you call it volcel. I'm it's, it's, oh it's, my, oh in a way God. like in a way oh like uh, all these definitions don't even mean anything anymore. No, of course but, not. But I mean, it, that's what I was just saying. Yeah. I just read about that's. I was just saying. Yeah, that. yeah. But, but, yeah. but you know the funny thing about monks, like What's in that? Chinese history, I think eighty percent of the exotic literature, uh-huh. it's about how women having sex with monks. Monk is a very big thing. Yeah, you're when it comes to exotic to be, novels, because yeah. it's it's kind of like a priest, right? Like you're not supposed to do it, so when you right. do it, the forbidden fruit. Yeah, it sells very well. Yeah, like so, it's a, monks is actually a sexual symbol. I'm I did surprised. that in yeah. I did that in college for like a few weeks. You did what in college? Be a monk? No, I wasn't being a monk. Although I have had fantasies about being a monk. Oh, celibate? but they're just fantasies. Whoa. Celibate. No, the fantasy wasn't so much about being celibate. The fantasy was more about escaping, you know, escaping yeah, this hyper capitalist world. About that and, too. You know, I yeah. maybe I'd rather oh. sit and look at a wall and not have to deal with advertisements and constant signals and it's like into the wild you probably read Thoreau and was like, That sounds good. I didn't read that, but okay. what I can tell you is that what I've learned of myself, mm-hmm. if I am fantasizing about being a monk what that really means is I hate whatever I'm doing with my life right now. Oh, and I need I to do see. something different yeah. because that fantasy mm-hmm. stems really from my so desire to want to get away from whatever I'm doing and, and get rid of all the trappings around me that I don't like and live like a simpler kind of life. But I haven't had the fantasy to go and be a monk recently, so I think I'm on the right life path. So you're pretty happy with what you are right now? Yeah, I'd say I'm about happier than I've ever been in my adult life cool. for sure i mean i still have a little bit of depression here and there but you what's know what's the source doesn't? of your depression do you, have you ever you know oh sure um that? well the biggest source of my depression was that i wasn't doing what i wanted with my life mm-hmm. and now that i am at least you know spending more of my time doing what i want with my life than mm-hmm. less i face a lot less depression yeah so when did you have so like you your monk out. fantasy? Because I had them like around my teens. Yeah, I had my monk fantasy. My strongest monk impulse was back when I was I was an unpaid intern at the Mark Gordon Production Company. Okay, they pro- they, okay. they produced um, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, cool! Oh. And I think Speed. I think there was a Whoa. poster of Speed. Which and it's the original? I think so. Okay. I think yeah. so. I think I saw a poster for Speed in there. And they also produced Man on the Moon, which was the, oh, the Jim Carrey, the Jim Carrey Andy Kaufman mm-hmm. thing. I mean, Andy Kaufman wasn't in it, but he was playing Andy Kaufman, uh, which obviously has interest to me. And I was reading scripts, and I was making script recommendations. You're a, scrip- you're a reader. Yeah. Well, that's what the interns do. They read scripts. Okay. And then they say whether or not they should be read by someone more important than you. Did you want to be a writer at that point? I did want to be a writer, but I... Because that's a pretty good path. Well, I was given the task of driving a writer somewhere. Mm. So I drove uh, Mark Gordon's expensive car. Mm -hmm. 
and I drove this writer and I thought, well, I would be remiss not to take this opportunity to talk to this writer to see what's up. Yeah. And I said, uh, oh, so I want to be a writer. Um, you know, what's your advice or something really lame like that? And he responded, like, what are you doing being an intern at a production company? If you want to write, then you just have to start writing now. I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So there's no reason I should be doing this anymore. Hmm. Uh, obviously, I'm not script writing at the moment, but, you know, reading scripts, it was fun. It was fun for a little bit. It was interesting. It was interesting yeah. to read well, okay, a lot of scripts and see the process. Okay, what are the most common kinds of scripts you got? Most common kind of scripts? Um, uh, I mean, I guess just like standard kind of like romantic comedy kind of thing. Oh, I, yeah. Wow. yeah. That's I mean, pretty much any script you get, most scripts you get are going to have a romantic element somewhere yeah, uh, in, uh, in there. Yeah, I know a lot of budding writers and they all love like, the, 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 I think the highest uh, or the most popular aspiration for budding writers is the sitcom. Yeah. The situational comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan of most sitcoms. I enjoy Seinfeld a bit. But most sitcoms, it's kind I don't of a really dead medium these days, anyway. Sort of, is yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, I suppose so. Do you like Curb? Curb Your Enthusiasm, yeah, yeah and I that's a Curb. sitcom. I like yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm. I guess it is a sitcom. It is a I sitcom. I never thought about it. Yeah, that it way. is. It's yeah. more sitcom it's than most sitcoms. It's totally situations. A sitcom. It's yeah. Larry David getting into situations, it's and <laughs> it's the dictionary definition of yeah. a sitcom. Uh-huh. It absolutely is. I, I wish they stopped calling it a sitcom and they just they spelled it out situational comedy. Right, <laughs> but that's the funny thing about comedy. Again, it's like well, all comedy is situational, right? Yeah, and all comedy is observational. But you know, Seinfeld yeah. is called as Seinfeld. I'm now speaking as the comedian. It's like oh, he's an observational comic, right? Mm-hmm. It's like oh, observational comedy. But like most comedy is ultimately observational because. Everything that we talk about has to, but at some point, have come from our observations about the world. Observational right? comedy or right. observational comedian. You're talking about you're talking about like small things in life. Well, I just think that's because Seinfeld did that, and he yeah. was the most notable like comic trivial that they things in life. Observational. No, but if I'm talking about my relationship, I guess no. That's I mean, it can get like personal. It can yeah, get personal. Like Carly, when he talks about like religion, that's not like. I don't think that's No, but that is observational, isn't it? It's observation. It doesn't have to be a small thing. It's observation. It can be a very big thing. I've observed this about... Have you ever noticed how religion is always trying to screw you out of your money? I mean, that is an observation. Yeah. Uh But I think that's just a segue to get into his topic. That's a segue to relate to people, to kind of bring people to, you know... I'm just saying, if you're talking about a subject and you're Mm -hmm. saying, here's what I've seen about this subject, here's my commentary on this subject, then... You're talking about it's thoughts. An, yeah, but it's an observation, though. You you're observe the world but and you have a critique. You're talking about a broad, very broad yeah, definition. That's how I do. I'm a, I'm a broad guy. I always go to very broad, oh. very, very broad that's spaces. That's why I, found, I find like clowns so fucking weird yeah. as, like, as, as intended to be like humorous in mm-hmm. that. Because like, it, it isn't exactly situational because there's a, their whole idea is like, oh, I'm a clown. Like that. Is supposed to be the situation, but it seems like they usually never come up a, with a situation outside of like the stock idea of what a clown is. Hmm. Like you're like I'm gonna blow up animals and I'm gonna act goofy and be a clown, and that to me that's kind of scary. Like, I think like, drag queens are clowns, and not in a bad way. I've been watching drag RuPaul's Drag Race recently. Okay, and then the winner of season six. I think she's her. I mean, his. I think he ad- identifies as a man. He he's just dressed like a woman. Okay. Um, 
his Instagram bio is just a clown. Why don't and they have to, like? And he makes a clown face. He doesn't dress like a real woman. <laughs> but no. see, now you're getting general though. Now you're looking at drag queens and saying, "Oh well, they count in the broad category of clown, right?" No, I'm talking about this specific drag queen. Oh, the specific one. Okay. Yeah, you're not saying that all drag queens are clowns. No, they have all kinds of different. Uh, are all drag queens clowns, or are all clowns drag queens? I think drag queens is a man dressed like woman, so I don't think all clowns are drag queens. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to do a little logic exercise with you. Yeah. Know where you stand. Yeah, yeah, and I and then the thing is, uh, she's also a comedian. Okay. And the, she, but this is the thing she does, right? She will dress like a woman in a very exaggerated way. Okay. Like, yeah. Like if you think like normal drag queens eyelashes and eye makeup is too much. Okay. Like hers is like ten times more exaggerated on purpose, and the big lips just look like a clown, wear like a like an orange you know wig. And yeah. she does this insult comedy, kind of like the Don Rickles and, and Joan Rivers. Whoa. We're just going to let it keep going. That is the, we're just gonna that is the whispering of yeah. evil. They, they, don't, they, yeah. don't, they don't notice that I'm doing this. They're just, they're just having a conversation. <laughs> I'm, just I'm not intruding. <laughs> I like to stalk people. I'm not intruding on them because I'm just being so quiet. They don't even notice me. They don't even notice Well, I'm suddenly I'm remembering like church there. church thoughts because I would, I would do this in church like just whisper to whisper yourself to, whisper to my sister like, oh okay yeah you're the sister you always have dinner with sister whisperer are you the sister whisperer I guess so yeah. Sounds, yeah. sounds pretty naughty to me well, look at that <laughs> look look where you went look where like you you're went. the one that watches a lot of incest <laughs> i don't watch a lot of incest but is there any other kind these days it's mostly yeah, that's, that's a good point that's yeah. i'm not the general. first person to make that observation there are plenty of open micers who have made the observation about all porn being incest porn and i don't want to take credit for that thought <sighs> i would really like to see to your you know comedy routine without singing you would like to see my comedy routine without singing. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. That can be arranged. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, yelling. My comedy routine has always included some singing, though. Yeah. How did you get into singing? Hmm. Like, how, how does somebody get into singing? That's, that's always a curiosity for me. My family was very musical. My family has oh, always been awesome. musical. Um, we don't have any professional musicians in my family, but there was always a piano in the living room. Mm-hmm. My dad played guitar. And I would just, uh, I think I've got it in my genes or something. I would listen to a lot of Beatles. I think I learned a lot about, a lot about harmony from, well, from classical music and from the Beatles. Awesome. Yeah. And I would just sing along with the songs as they were on. I would either sing in my car or I would sing. Um, I remember, I remember listening to Beatles songs and I mean, whenever you have harmony, obviously you have more than one voice going at Mm -hmm. a time. Yeah. So I remember like intently listening to Beatles and Jethro Tull songs and really listening and being, being intent on finding, okay, here's the melody, but can I sing the melody part? Can I pick the melody out from the other, from the other voice, from the harmony? Yeah. Can I sing the harmony line? Yeah. Or, oh, are, oh, there are three notes being sung here. And I just kind of would challenge myself to see if I could pick out and sing the different lines. Yeah. And I think just doing all that practice made me, you know, have a decent ear for it. Yeah. And then I did... Um, Choir and vocal jazz in high school. Vocal jazz. Yeah, vocal in high jazz. School. For what, one, what is that? One like? year. You go skip it about skip it about. 
That would be cool. I would like to do scat. What is vocal That's jazz scat. like? Can okay. you do some now? Yeah, vocal I want to Can I do some vocal jazz? jazz? Solo uh, vocal jazz. Oh my jazz. god, sure. Um, Solo vocal jazz. I mean, I only did it for one, okay. half of one year. Okay. And I only did chorus for two years, I think. Why would you do chorus if you can do vocal jazz? Because you had to take chorus to be eligible for vocal oh, jazz. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's what I hate about like high school and shit and college. Scam. Literally the reason. Yeah. I woke my ass up at 7, 7, 7 right? a.m. to go to the early vocal jazz class. Scam of these I never wake up early. Extra I never wake up early, yeah. but I was like... Eh, I'm in high school. I know I'm not going to be a professional jazz musician, but I'd kind of like to do this for fun. Mm-hmm. So I'll do one yeah. semester of vocal jazz, and I'll just fucking wake up for it. I don't even. I'd have to really. I'd have to really reach. You guys talk amongst yourself, and I'll and I'll think for like two minutes at most about okay. some vocal well, jazz. That I, I, can, I just want to. I got to. This is like yeah. decades ago at this yeah. point, so I got to really think. So about this is it. all because you wanted to learn. Two decades, it. by the way. I don't That's, it's funny because like I would consider myself um, a repressed singer in a way. Interesting. Like, I, 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 I've always admired like the skill of singing, but I because I was forced I just, to play a music instrument yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, and I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I, I really love like learning about music, and I was actually jealous. Like my parents, um, had my my sister learn piano, and I learned violin for fourteen years. Yeah, that sounds awesome to me. Like no, uh, the training, but that terrible. sounds like the most Asian thing ever. Like being forced to play violin. I actually like piano better than violin. Okay, but but, but the thing is, I don't know if this is the real thing. Like in China, if you want to learn piano, uh-huh. like the teacher will will look at your hand. And oh, then, that's so Chinese. And like, then he's like, "Okay, your hand is not good for piano. Go learn violin." <laughs> Damn. And brutal. I think I think that the, the the teacher look at my hand and he's just like, "You you should play play violin." Okay. And my parents are kind of happy because they want me to uh, learn an instrument, but they don't want to pay a lot, and a piano <laughs> costs more than violin. I mean, not the I mean, that uh, is entry true. level. Yeah, entry piano. level. Of yeah. course, to a point, violin can be really, really pricey. Oh yeah, I think violins are the most expensive instruments when you get. Yeah, to but the entry level, echelon. you can you can yeah. buy like a forty dollar violin, yeah. but uh-huh. but piano is like two thousand dollars. Yeah. Even the entry level. Someday, when I'm awfully low, when the world is cold. I will feel a glow just thinking of you and the way you look tonight. There you go. Oh, that's vocal jazz. That's, that's yeah. jazz. Yeah. It doesn't jazz. sound it's like, like Sinatra. jazz. It's like Sinatra. Okay, so it's not a I, jazz. That's I, funny because okay. I was gonna think. I was thinking of like absurd, like 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 uh. No, I know what you like were thinking of. Seventies smooth jazz or some shit. <laughs> like, I probably wasn't singing that line though, because I was okay. singing bass, so I probably wasn't singing the melody. Okay. But I don't remember the fucking bass line, so yeah. I just sang the best that I could. And yeah. you know, here's the thing: I'm not. Uh, I don't consider myself a singer. I'm yeah. not a professional singer. But you got the even. Soul. Even in that, I yeah. there there were notes that I wasn't I wasn't hitting quite right, and yeah. you know. But it's like close enough, and I just try to sing with passion, and I try to sing with my heart. And care and I, about what I'm saying, and I and I hope yeah. that comes through. I hope that comes uh, through. Yeah, I've always believed like 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 fuck these American Idol kind of singers because <laughs> like because uh-huh. like you know a guy like Bob Dylan like he doesn't yeah. have yes. the most pleasing voice, but no. he's got the soul, and a lot of people can recognize it when 
when when you have the soul in your voice and and people respond to that. A lot of but a lot of people's definition about a good singer is oh, can you hit that note? But that's right. stupid. Of, I know, that's, but yeah. people it's who are not into it. music, it's, it's a technical part it's of it. Just technical. Not just hit yeah. that note, hit that high note. Right. So yeah. that's why the American Idol singers are all like melodramatic. Mm. I mean, you know, I don't deny that carry. if you can sing with soul and do the technical stuff. Look, we're talking about comedy now. We're talking yeah. about all art. Yeah. If you there's a technical aspect, and then there's a oh I shouldn't like hit this table because oh yeah making the mic yeah. vibrate. But there's always a technical aspect, mm-hmm. and then there's always the you know. Like Stephen Wright Artistic, can't, whatever that Stephen is, Wright can't parts. do impressions or accent, but it doesn't, you know, doesn't matter for him. Right. He just now pick I want to hear him cry. Like oh, it's <laughs> really funny. But uh, so you know, I try to strike a good balance between doing things technically well and also doing things with, you know, with yeah. passion. Or well, I mean, I want to do everything with passion. I think you really need both. I think you need yeah. both. You don't need to be an expert in the technical and be an expert in the artistic if for lack of a better word element but you need to be really good at one and then you should at least make your weakness make your weakness strong i'm a believer in that if you can find the area where you're the weakest mm-hmm. then actually no fuck that i i abandoned that i abandoned that philosophy a while back what scratch that <laughs> go back what is your biggest weakness oh what's my yeah. biggest weakness in terms of your act in terms of my act yeah Man, I don't no, have, just I don't be general. Just be general. Get out of yeah, here. What is your biggest weakness? Yeah. In my act? Uh, no, 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 as a person. My act is perfect. As a I have human the perfect being. act. As a human being. As a human being, what's my biggest weakness? As a man. Damn. Well, fuck that. Do you want to be talking as a human being or do you want to be talking to me as a man? Uh, a man. Let's first talk about okay. as a man. Yeah. Oh, first as a man. Yeah. Uh, what's my biggest weakness as a man? As a man. A real man. Oh, God. Alpha I man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what my biggest weakness is as a man. Um, I don't know. I, th- I I honestly think... Yeah, that's a tough one. Damn. We're, wow. We're just, I'm not really good. I'm not really good at... Uh, at, at yeah. <laughs> I've never been very good at talking about my weaknesses. How about Damn. that? So maybe that yeah. implies some kind of arrogance on my part. The ability to listen. To listen. Yeah. I can listen pretty well if I want to. Yeah, the ability to listen and the want to listen, I would say. You're like a Russian doll. What do you mean Russian doll? Like what kind of Russian doll? A matroshka. It's like full of yourself. It's not my joke. That is Who's somebody joke else's is it? joke. That drag queen's joke. Oh yeah. I like that joke. Damn. Yeah. That's I stole I like that, that joke. Though. I like that though. Yeah. We always had one of the, those yeah. growing up too. I like those nesting dolls. Mm-hmm. I like those nesting I dolls. I have one. I have one. Yeah. 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 So I would say that's your biggest w- biggest weakness. Is maybe not your biggest because I don't know you well enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. One of the. Okay. What's weakness. your weakness? I have s- patience. It's number patience. one. Patience. Yeah. Okay. Um. Control. Okay. Guess mine. You. You. Confidence. Yeah. Not getting laid. Yes. No, that's not yes. weakness. Michael's completely. <laughs> no, 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 that's right. a that's a result. No, but this is as a man. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, but that's a that's a consequence. That's yeah, a result. but it but it feeds it back on itself because <laughs> okay, then you don't get laid and then you don't have the confidence and then you don't get. I laid I think it's more. the confidence causing you not getting laid. So okay. the weakness is confidence. I don't know. You don't seem that unconfident to me. Um, yeah, I'm I mean, not you're that doing a podcast. You couldn't be doing a podcast 
if you didn't have some amount of confidence to put yourself that's true. on the mic. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't exist. Yeah. That's true. Right? Yeah. I saw the way you were, you know, plugging things back in and saying like, oh, we got to get this mic to work. You know, that was like a guy who's in charge of his shit, right? Problem yeah. solving. Mostly because yeah. we fucked up on those two episodes. <laughs> See the mindset? <laughs> that's right. That's what I heard. I listened to that and I was going, oh my God, this, this like is an open amateur mic. Hour. You guys should feel fucking fortunate that a, that a, that a fucking, a true artist like me is coming on your little your quaint little open micer podcast. I, I mean, speaking of art, we got like free donuts. I, I've seen this guy paint. Like it, it seems like you dabble in a lot of shit. Oh, you, but you, you're, you're a really good painter. Paint. Yes. Oh, the joy of drinking. You've seen the joy of drinking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Look at this, man. I'm a. I've, I've got a. I've got a whole library of shit for you to check out. Yes. So and Go you on. were completely in, just inspired by Bob Ross to just paint like him. That's absolutely right. Oh, I cool. was inspired by Bob Ross. And you've learned everything about painting from Bob Ross. Well, I did take a semester of oil painting in college oh, Okay. Yeah. over the summer. Mm-hmm. Again, I am a dabbler. I love just getting a little bit good at a lot of different things. Yeah, I can relate. Yeah, Comedy, though, and the kind of comedic performance art that I'm doing now, I've decided mm-hmm. that's going to be my real focus. Yeah. Yeah. But... I take a very broad approach to my comedy also. I remember reading Steve Martin's autobiography, or at least his... Uh, Born Setting Up? That's right, yeah. Okay. At least with respect to his... Um, I guess it was a, an autobiography, but with a particular emphasis on his comedy. And he was talking about how, he, I think... Eh, who was he talking to? Maybe Johnny Carson. He was on. Su- he was on whatever the Late Show of the of the time was. Is he talking yeah. about the guy who does a trick with a stick? I don't remember he that. Stole part. a lot of style from that guy, Johnny something. It's a guy from the. Ah, f- uh, who cares? Sixties. Like, yeah. Who cares? I don't. Okay, so what 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 are you trying to get at? Um, I care. I care about what you have to say. I'm a compassionate listener. But <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh uh, man. Damn. But the but it was as Steve Martin was coming up. And I believe I'm just gonna say it was Johnny Carson. Just said it's not like it's Dick Cassidy Martin, like during a commercial break. (laughs) Yes, just said um, said to him, uh, "You're gonna use everything you know, Mm -hmm. meaning you're an up and coming comedian, Mm -hmm. but any skill that you have, bring it to the table." Is yeah. my interpretation. So if I'm doing my act, if I have some musical talent, then there is part of my act that can be with music. You know, if I know how to paint a little bit, then I can put that in my act to a certain extent. We, as performers, have to get up there and we have to give people everything. So if you have a talent, my philosophy is find a way yeah, to put, make yourself make a that in, into your act, right? Because you can make anything funny. You can make anything funny. So if I have that skill, I want to find a way to exercise it because otherwise, it's like um, it's like having a part of your field that has really healthy soil in it, and you're like, hey, I'm just not going to put yeah, anything like, in it's there. It's like being a gated community. But if you want to make it. And if you want to be a professional, well, I mean, fuck making it. If you just want to be a professional performer, whatever that mm-hmm. means, if you want to be the best performer that you can be, then of course you have to bring all your skills to the table yeah. because you need to show them everything that you got. You need to bring it all, which is why I've started incorporating the guitar into my act recently. Mm-hmm. I'm not that great at it, but I learned I learned it for a couple of years and I was like, well, I should, well, for one, I enjoy playing music, so it's 
Yeah. It's like vitalizing yeah. for its own sake. Um, and I'm happy to be doing it. Yeah. It's but not also, common in a way. Yeah. Musical acts? No, there are a few. Not as oh, common okay. for sure. Like, yeah. but there are, there are a few. Well, I've seen a few. it's viewed as a little hacky sometimes. Glenn is good. Glenn. Oh, Glenn. Oh, Glenn's great. Who's Talking about Glenn, Glenn Bolton? Uh, yeah, this is a black guy. Fantastic. Uh, beautiful voice. Okay. Really funny. I'm trying to think about like a cel- like a famous you know performer as example. Famous to musical describe. comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird Al Yankovic. Oh yeah, but he's not a comedian. No, no, not not like. But he's Glenn. a comedy actor. Yeah, Un- yeah. Undeniable. Just imagine like Weird Al doing his uh, song live. Uh huh. Well, he does do it live. He goes on concerts. He he's still yeah. touring to this day, man. Without parody, I, I without the parody aspect. Actually, without the parody Zach aspect. Does. Okay, I challenge you again. Mm-hmm. About half of Weird Al songs are parodies. I only but the know other, the par- but the other I only half, know the parody part. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The other half are what he calls genre parodies, which are he plays a song in a style. Like there's a song that he has called "Dare to Be Stupid," mm-hmm. and it's not a literal parody of a Devo song, mm-hmm. but it's like in the style of Devo, but it's oh. an original song. Yeah. But he's sort of taking their style and, and reducing it. That's very fascinating, I, in my opinion. I suggest you, you uh, check that out. I saw another music act yesterday, but it wasn't... Um, okay, let's just stop right here. Because All right, let's stop nice right guy. here. Stop, yeah, stop he's a, right he's here. You're just, you're he's a nice just, guy. He's a nice guy. Let's now, put you're, 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 you're putting all these threads, <laughs> making all these mysteries. Yeah. Damn it. Um, anyway, I was wait, wait. What you're you're just whispering all the time. And I I've no idea yeah. what's going on. Mm-hmm. Eat the fucking potato already, guys. I brought the potato. Oh, you admitted it's potato. God damn it. Can you even here. chew a potato like a raw potato? Yes, I've never it's tried like a fruit. it. It's no. like a radish. I guess I wouldn't recommend it. I think it'll get you sick. Oh, okay. I think it's like poisonous. I think it would be poisonous if it has like shoots. I've never tried shoots? one before. It reminds me of the time when um, somebody like brought um, old vinegar in science class and had us look at it under the microscope, and I. I loved mm-hmm. it because th- there were these vinegar eels that looked like sperm. Oh, oh like living organisms in the vinegar? Yeah, that's right. Oh, I didn't realize stuff could live in vinegar, but I guess why not? Yeah, vinegar eels. Tardigrades and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want... Do you like Garfunkel and Oats? They're all right. Why is this coming up? The Garf... Is there a musical, musical act? Oh, I see. Okay. No, they're all right. No, I mean, I've listened to a few of their songs. I'm like, oh, that's good. I but it didn't, it didn't like grab me with the claws, you know? I hate how goofy they are. Oh, yeah. I think the Goofies are, oh, I'm just a goofy little girl. Maybe they are, mm. but it's just... Uh, I haven't heard them enough, but... Uh, it's just but like, I'm like, ugh, bitch, please. But what you <laughs> said about, like, uh, but about bringing the totality of yourself, it makes perfect sense why you're gravitated toward comedy as your medium of choice now, I, I guess. I, I feel mm. like that's more like a variety show approach. Sure. Yeah. 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 I honestly, I don't like being constrained by mm-hmm. well i don't know I, i'm gonna say two things that are gonna immediately contradict each other which i absolutely love doing mm-hmm. one i was gonna say i don't like being constrained by whatever like quote stand-up is supposed to be mm-hmm. right um but on the other hand stand-up is a very 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 broad medium mm-hmm. very very broad and if you look at steve martin which is art who is arguably the you know the uh uh the father of modern stand-up. You know, he was the first guy to sell out stadiums. Uh-huh. I don't do think he's the father, but keep going. Of, oh, I said a modern stand-up. 
He was the first stand-up to to sell out stadiums. He was the first stand-up to maybe commercial success. Let's put it in that and, way. And then and then he broke into movies mm-hmm. by being a successful stand-up first, yeah, and then went to movies. Now that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. You become you're like I want to get into movies. I'll be a stand-up. That like did not happen. I would say him. he's the first stand-up superstar. Let's put it in sure. that that's, way. Sure, that's that's a very that's you that's know? very very fair. Because there's Carlin, and he wasn't. That's very you don't have to be a mo- in the movie, but keep going. Although yeah. Carlin was in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I know he was. He was in a lot of Kevin Smith movie as a cameo, but oh, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. a professional actor. Um, you know what? Stand up is like very pretentious though, because like you don't see a lot of like tag team stand ups or like what do you mean a tag few? Team or teams of stand up people. Well, girlfriend like, Carl Oates. No, but that's they're a band though. Yeah. Like, There's like the Sklar Brothers, right? Aren't they a duo? Wait, never heard of them though. Yeah, there are a couple. There are a couple I, guys. I, there's uh, when I auditioned for Flappers uh-huh. like one year ago, and there's a twin, tw- like twins, you know, they went up, and then oh, yeah. they kind of like riffing on each other, and one finished mm-hmm. the other person's punchline. Yeah, we finished each other's. Yeah, sentences. finish each other's. Oh, whatever. See. Wow, yeah. this sounds like a sounds very like cri- the, the it looks Bob very cringy. Saget show like you know what? What are they? What is Bob Saget show called again? Like. Thing I'm the, supposedly talking about the um, the American video recordings. No, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking. Like about. he had a show where he where people sent him like kitty videos and. Oh, you're talking about America's funniest. Oh, home that's video. what they called it. Okay. Yeah. So that, but before that, I just wanted to point out that Steve Martin's stand-up act was it incorporated props, it incorporated okay. singing, mm-hmm. it incorporated. Um, uh, he would have like things um, come down from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. He would fuck around with the lighting. Yeah, like it wasn't just a standard. I'm standing up behind a brick wall and talking to you. It was like a whole crazy mm-hmm. show. Whoa! Yeah. So that's nothing new in stand up to be mixing up things. Unfortunately, I feel like stand up has kind of calcified a little bit, and it's mm-hmm. become this kind of talking. I'm talking to you like the so-called you know the brick wall. Yeah, you know, and uh, and you're standing nothing. Not that there's anything. I love brick walls. I like actual brick walls, but um, and that's all Through great. That wall. I I <laughs> love that kind of comedy. Absolutely love that kind of comedy. And I have done that kind of comedy before. And um, I'm only saying that for me personally, I like to explore some of the other yes. areas of comedy, which is why I mentioned Andy Kaufman earlier. Andy Kaufman is like my probably. My biggest comedic, I guess, influence, Mm -hmm. sure. At least in terms of theory, certainly. Yeah, I mean, I guess I have to say Andy Kaufman, Monty Python, Mm -hmm. Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Those are like my three (laughs) big things. Yes, you were all about the absurd. I'm an absurdist for sure. Yes. I embrace that fully. But you you are out of character when you're not doing it. Andy Kaufman is kind of, you know. Oh, Andy Kaufman had characters. Tony Clifton. Yeah, I know, but sometimes you it's really hard for even people around him to tell yes. is he in character or not. Yes, that's true. Do you do that? Um, well, you don't usually do that. I have taken a bit of a softer approach. Yeah. I well, freaking freak people out all the time. <laughs> I mean, I'm still going to do things like put potatoes in donut boxes mm-hmm. and like try and, you know, make things weird a little bit from time to time. It's funny because only like Zio <laughs> would have noticed. I would have never noticed. You were just like, donuts. I was, I was looking at the box with the, do- with the, with the donut yeah. potato in it. And um, I, it's kind of the same color as the donut. So you could oh, kind of miss it. 
Because it's brown. No, it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty obvious. You're to just... me, like uh, I don't notice these things. Like <laughs> this is like a guy thing. Like because like, it's a guy. Thing. I was talking to this guy, like or or this chick, where um, like her husband, like like he had this this big foot foot injury, his toe. Hey, where are you going? Hey, what are you doing? She's, hey, where are you going over there? Jeez, she's she grabbed a camera like like a ninja, but uh. But anyway, like, yeah, her husband, like, injured his toe, and, like, he, he probably needed to go to the hospital, and it just took, like, nagging for him to actually go, and it turned out to be pr- something pretty, s- a serious infection, mm-hmm. and he probably would have died if, like, he didn't have it checked out, <laughs> like... Are you talking about Marley? No, uh, well, I'm talking about, like, how guys don't notice stuff sometimes, uh-huh. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think that's probably a little bit... General? I think no, no. I think it's a little bit gendered. I think women don't notice things too. I mean, people sometimes don't notice things. We all, we all, fill, our brains fill in the gaps on so much stuff. There's a lot of things we don't notice. I think it's probably more that like there are some women who have particular things that they want to be noticed, uh-huh. and when they aren't, it's like you don't notice anything. Oh, it's like well, maybe I'm just not noticing the specific thing that you're talking about. Yeah, but I know plenty of women and men who are not detail oriented, and there's a lot of shit that they don't notice, right? Yeah. Can okay. you talk about gold versus bullshit? Oh my god. And the whole concept of gold. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. What What was that again? Goat versus fish. Goat versus Your fish. Act. just gonna have to go back to the book again oh the great book of mm. relating to ideologies intellectuals and intelligentsia we may accept the previous definition of the two categories of intellectuals and intelligentsia as consistent with Weberian concepts regarding the hierarchical classification of intellectuals and intelligentsia a more important distinction however can be perceived if we examine from the Weberian point of view the respective attitudes of intellectuals and intelligentsia towards the sphere of ideas. Intelligentsia will be found more willing than intellectuals to view ideas instrumentally. The intelligentsia are better disposed to hang on to the solidified ideas, ideologies, that serve their interests. I think that pretty much sums it up. Oh, okay. Can yeah. you tell us a little bit more about, you know, you have go versus fish, you mm. have square versus, you know, circle, mm. and what else do you have? What else do I have? The versus franchise. I don't know. I think I think we're all goat versus fish, you know. Am I really am I is it does goat versus fish really belong to me? No, I think we're all I think we're all a little bit goat versus fish. Yeah, but something prepared you to try to talk about it, right? To talk about what? It Go versus biblical. fish. You have yeah, a uh-huh. you have an urge to. I know it's a it's the universal truth, but why did you choose this truth oh, to amplify oh. it? Um, right? Must be a reason. Ah, uh, jeez. Well, you know, I guess I just thought it was funny. Okay, that's <laughs> the end of the Zen moment. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I wonder if, uh, I wonder if, like, intelligentsia coffee reads Weber. Oh, probably. Yeah. It's like, wow, this Weber, he uses my favorite word. Look, I think, I think, if you want to talk about 
I think that if you want to talk about goat versus fish, that you probably just need to talk to goat versus fish. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. You know. This is so mysterious to me. Like this entire uh, podcast. Like it's what's, like a. What's mysterious like a, about it? It's like a. It's like Mortal Kombat with like just shadow characters that you don't know will pop out all, all of a sudden yeah, cause if you like uppercut them a certain way mm-hmm. or, or you put in mm-hmm. a certain cheat code. Right, yeah. Like, like this potato. Download DLC. It's like the potato <laughs> in the box. Like I had no idea it would show up, but it's a nice surprise. Yeah. yeah. It's probably the better surprise in a way because like, it's so unexpected in, in, a, in a sugary surprise. Well, Can you, you talk about your outfit for a second? Sure, I'll talk about my outfit. So, <clears throat> as you were translating earlier, what does it say on my shirt? Made in America. Made in America. That shirt I bought, uh, I think maybe, eh, I don't want to give the wrong webcomic credit, but it was either like <laughs> the Perry Bible Fellowship, which is, I think, my favorite webcomic. Yeah, I remember my that. Yeah. Perry Bible Fellowship. Fantastic. Um, but it could have been a different one. Uh, this is a happy. Mm. It's a happy, and it is a Japanese festival wear. And I got that from an old man in a small town in Niigata Prefecture in northern Japan at either a summer, probably a summer festival. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you need to wear this. And I was like, oh, when do I give it back to you? And he said, no just have it now so now i have it now awesome and i wore it specifically to troll you (laughs) and then not even japanese it looks so (laughs) socket bitch i know that's 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 why it's called trolling okay so uh and then this here um although he looks like jesus it's a classic look look the beard and the hair i don't look like jesus i look like goat versus fish um this here is uh there was a gift a gift was given to me a parting gift when I left Japan was given to me, and it was wrapped in this. I like how they wrap stuff, whether it's food oh, yeah, that they're like sending home. Right. They like wrap they're it in, perfectionists in a thing. about it, yeah. And but it, it's uh, so it's this very nice cloth. And then I kind of was looking at it, and go, oh, this would make a great bandana. So now I wear it. I wear it for that reason. Um, it's, it's Bandanas are like hard to wear in some some ways. Like there needs to be the right occasion. Like, like if you want to, like, intimidate somebody in a 90s kind of way. Ah, well, that's good. I'm in favor of, and I say this as a, uh, you know, as a privileged white male, just wear whatever the fuck you want, yes. you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who do I have to impress? They'll take me seriously anyway. Hopefully you'll wear, like, a rice hat next time. You know? A rice hat? Yeah. Yeah, I had, um, I mean, this, this was all, that's the thing. It's, I think rice hat is cool. It's my kind of fashion. It is. It's yeah. fucking cool. I like the triangle hat. You need to bring hat. it back. Here's the yeah. thing. If you just wear one uh, cultural appropriation object at a time and you're really full of yourself about it, not a good look. But if you just wear everything, yeah, then it's like, you know, if you wear the rice hat, but then you also wear, you know, the Japanese hoppy, but then you also... Um, have like, like a, uh, kilt. a kilt, a kilt. <laughs> and you just do them all at the same time, then it's you're people like just be like, uh, yeah, okay. Cal- you're cosplaying. 
You go, oh, this is a cosplayer. You're, well, you're, you yeah. are your own creation. At that yeah, point. just yeah. put it all on there, you know? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can't wear some African I, I want to Now I want to see what this guy would be in Second Life. Like, oh. <laughs> well, you know, would you be a human is? in Second Life? A human. Or, or a werewolf? Human. It does Second Life, what are the categories available in Second Life? You can be anything in a way. Cat, like human, you're, you're, werewolf. Yeah, I could be anything in but, second but, life. But okay, but 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 most people in Second Life are like like fifty year old boomers that are right. kind of trashy. Like. Yeah. <laughs> All the furries. So if I were designing a character and I could be whatever, I can tell you this: I, I got into Snapchat recently. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, how did that happen? <laughs> how did that happen? Um, there was someone I wanted to communicate with. I see. And uh, then. Uh, I was like, okay, now I got to divine. Ooh, I had to, I had to divine my bitmoji. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, and I settled on normcore. Are you familiar with normcore? No, no. but but uh, but I remember like briefly installing Snapchat, and yeah. th- those bitmojis are like crazy. They're fun, man. I've, yeah. They've grown on me a little bit. Emoji have grown on me too. I like yeah. emoji. It's like hieroglyphics. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like a return to the hieroglyph, to the glyph, but. Um, so my original Bitmoji was just like blue jeans, white T-shirt. I see. Boom! It's like it's so wow. like normal. Guy. It's so like unassailably normal that it's yeah. it's kind of a profound statement in a way. Yeah. In a way, it becomes a blank slate that you can write whatever you want on it. Uh-huh. It's like what do you if you see a guy you in might jeans and well a white shirt. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no one can really assume much about you one way or another because it uh-huh. could be it could be anything, right? Yeah. Since yeah. then, I've experimented with other costumes. Oh, yeah. But I can't speak to Second Life. Um, I don't know what I would make myself. But sometimes... But, you know, I might just make myself like a naked dude. You know? oh, that's crazy. I remember this And just old, be like, yeah. here I am. Like, I, I, I'm just like the baseline thing. That's crazy. Because I remember this old game called Gaia Online. And that was mm-hmm. my whole thing. Like, <laughs> you could be... I was like this... I meet each other online sometimes. I was this sh- like shirtless, like... like uh, This shirtless, like brown guy. That's right. who I chose. <laughs> well, in... Uh, I'm a yeah. contrarian for sure. Uh-huh. In a lot of ways. In my argumentation. I used to be even more contrarian than I am now, but I think like in a in a world of well, you know, I'm gonna relate it back to another cartoon that I liked watching growing okay. up, which was The Tick. Oh, I remember that. And in the first episode, and this in any iteration of The Tick, you see, I've noticed this exchange comes up between The Tick and his sidekick Arthur, who is himself, I believe, an accountant. Yeah. Um, and Arthur says to The Tick, the crazy superhero, says as he's embarking suddenly on these crazy uh, uh, superhero uh, adventures. He goes, oh, I think I'm going crazy. Mm-hmm. And the tick says, you're not going crazy. You're going sane in a crazy world. Oh. And I'm like, ah, okay. That quote always really resonated with me. And so, yeah, in a world in which everyone is trying to be the craziest thing, it can be the most subversive to be like, well, I'm just like the normal thing. You know, yeah. and I'm comfortable with that. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but then again, I clearly do some very bizarre things <laughs> in my spare time, or in my professional, <clears throat> in my professional the time. Most bizarre thing you've done that we don't know. Or like in my life, what's the most bizarre thing yeah, I've done? We oh wow. I mean, probably what I'm doing with my life right now, oh, if we okay. have to be honest, right? This is not bizarre enough. 
Yeah, it's, uh, I don't look think at it's that. Ooh, yeah. throwing shade. Jeez, throwing well, no, shade. I uh, you know I respect that completely. I mean, I agree. I think that in some ways it's very bizarre, in other ways it's not. You know, just chasing depend. your dream, like everybody me. else, and move to LA. No, man, I'm not chasing. That's the th- that's the difference. You're living your the, dream. Exactly. I know that's like that's pro- you know I that I thought that was like w- that's be a more white, very wise statement. And Wait, it was. what? Living the dream. It is. Yes. Oh, but let's no, re- let's really let's really look at it though. I think so. I think let's so. look at living I the disagree. dream. I think so. Okay. Okay. Why is it white? Well, I completely disagree. The confidence like that comes with it and the concept of living the dream. Because in certain culture, you're not uh-huh. supposed to live in your dream. There's your that dream. That seems like a drug lord reality. thing to say, though. Oh, but they tell you that. They told me that here, too. I mean, not there everybody. is. Well, not everyone, but. The mainstream, you know. Look, the mainstream will. Well, it depends on what you call the mainstream. And here's the thing about, look, society is way more fractured than we usually think that it is. Mm -hmm. What is considered a mainstream idea to some people is considered not not at all a mainstream idea Mm -hmm. to another group of people. Yes. There is definitely a narrative about following your dreams, right? Especially, it's it's a very American idea. Yeah, but it's also a very kind of an Instagram kind of hashtaggy kind of idea. No, I think this is pre-Instagram. I don't know. Oh, I well, think no, no, certainly. I just meant in terms yeah. of in, in terms of the spirit yeah, yeah, of the yeah, thing. Yeah, trendy. It's like it's yeah, like, shareable. It's like it's a nice thing to say, but well, you know, maybe I won't speak for anyone else. I'll just say that like my parents they have an idea or at least they had an idea before I absolutely forced them to confront the fact that, you know, they still love me in spite of the crazy shit that I do with my <laughs> life. You know, they had an idea of what an adult does. Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't fit that. And uh, well, I certainly don't fit what they thought it was. Maybe mm-hmm. they've changed their mind. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, I just think that uh, if we can take the idea of living your dream and try to unhashtag it and look at it as an actual concept, like chasing a dream, that sounds horrible to me. Because what that means yeah. is I don't like what I'm doing right now, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping that through my actions, I will arrive at a place at which I have acquired my dream. You, you know that what, to me is a, you know is a failed the, theory. You have to enjoy what you're doing with your life. Yes. I mean, you don't, you yes, don't, have, to, you don't have to like love everything yeah. about it, but like if, you're, if you want to be a successful comedian, right? If your thought is, oh, I hate all of this, but then you once I'm like famous like and popular, to me in a way. then I'm going to love being a comedian once I'm famous and popular. It's like you're not going to get there unless like like – You'll still You've hate gotta it. You've got to love the process. You've got to, yeah. you, because you have to just want to do comedy. Mm-hmm. But it's not just comedy. If you want to be a shoemaker, you have to like want to be in the activity of making shoes. Yeah. You have to want to be that professor. If you want to enjoy what you're doing, you can't only enjoy it. I don't want to say you can't, but if you only enjoy it when you're doing it really well and it's peak and you're at the top of your game and you're like the super most famous person, then I would wager that by the time you reach that point, if you ever do, you'll probably realize that it's not everything that you thought it would be. Yeah. And Sounds that like chasing make you the happy. dragon when you're doing drugs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what I said. This whole chasing the dream thing, it relates yeah. most to drug lords to yeah. me. Yeah. Chasing I'm not dragons. saying you can't have goals. You definitely should have you know? goals and places yeah. you want to go. I have the hardest um, time with that. I like, again say this all as a, as a, as a white male privileged uh, individual. Right? But I, I don't understand <laughs> goals to, to me. Like you don't understand goals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I tell this to Zio all the time. Oh, but, I have a lot of goals. Goals, but, are, goals are dope. I'm, but I'm to, pro goal. But to me, like uh, everything I've ever achieved is because I had nothing better to do. 
So, mm. Like I, I wouldn't say like I'm a goal oriented person. Not proactive. You think you just just happened? Well, come on, man. What's your goal with this podcast? I don't even know. You don't even know. Well, that's fine. It's just, it's just a hobby in a way. Like, All right. Well, what's thing. your goal with this podcast? Like the one we're doing right now. Oh, um, finish it. I guess. Just, just, <laughs> I, I, I just like it. It's just something yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. All right. I yeah. mean, that's fair. But the thing is, without the previous producer Ashley booking people or me booking people, oh. he's not booking anybody. But I'm here. I yeah. booked you. Well, then you're booking people now. Yeah, if I, because I'm going to take off. I don't know if he, he's going to book anybody himself. Oh, you're going to take off? Ooh. No, 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 I'm going to take off for China. Oh. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll get somebody. Yeah. 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 I mean, we're kind of. Look, people want to people want to get on shows, man. You just talk to people, they'll come around. Yeah, I know that. But <laughs> I, I, so, yeah. sometimes I can be really lazy in, in the social media sphere. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But, and it kind of relates to what um, you're talking about in mm-hmm. a way where, um, the the social media aspect is like the the one thing that I I have a phobia of in a way uh, when it comes to this podcast because like mm-hmm. I I love to just like talk to people but I'm I I don't know I, I always find like Instagrams kind of skeevy and and things like that I know why you're doing this podcast so you have okay. a reason to talk to people uh, yeah that's a good point it's not a bad because <laughs> people thing. have to sit down and talk to you so yeah. you don't have to approach them and start a natural social conversation yeah. which is impossible yeah for you to I mean do. this is an old bit of mine but like I I I love stand up because it's like a very very formal party where like people take turns to talk that. <laughs> With gives me hope. <laughs> that gives me time. hope, actually. <laughs> as as antisocial or or asocial or whatever we say about comics, uh-huh. they seem to have figured out a way to like give someone the stage for a certain amount of time and then like exchange it. Yeah, like this is a you know this requires a certain degree of social organization. Uh-huh. Now I know there's heckling and stuff, and we all kind of get on each other because you know we're all when when you're in a room yeah. with all comics, you know I feel like. Occasionally, there's a little bit of heckling just because uh-huh. we're all kind of talking with each other. Yeah. Um, it depends on the room. It depends on the room. Mm-hmm. This was not a heckling endorsement. Um, although, I think heckling, actually, I am more... I'm not pr- I wouldn't say I'm pro-heckling, but I am a firm believer that heckling is, a, is part and parcel yeah. to the art of stand-up comedy. Because the whole conceit is that there isn't a fourth wall. The whole idea is that you're talking directly to the audience. Yeah. And in order for that to feel real, then it would naturally follow that there's a feeling within the audience that they could respond to what you are saying. Um, yeah. I, I'm so not you, a, I so you have to know how to deal with them. Yeah. yeah but I then again, I, I do a yeah. lot of crowd work, so I'm a little biased in that regard. I kind of like when people yeah, engage with the act. I definitely agree. Like, yeah. in a way, like I, I can't stand... Uh, comics that are they're just completely anti like like oh they they talked and it just ruined my flow and yeah. stuff like like that means to me like you should know how to counter that you're not like, in the room yeah you're in yeah. your own set but you're not mm-hmm. in the room but you, you also have to rem- remember you're performing in front of a group of people you're in that moment with the audience so yeah. if you say it's completely disrupted your flow you're not really there in a way, I, I think, like, this is kind of a controversial opinion, but mm-hmm. I, I almost think, like, beginner comics, like, shouldn't even have material. They should just, like, just go up there and get comfortable with, with like, that 
that whole public aspect. I mostly agree. I wouldn't go so far as to say they shouldn't have material, but, but to very, me, the most important yeah. thing is just that they go up at all. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that's, that's I think, if actually, if I may disagree with you, a fairly common opinion. Mm-hmm. When anyone says to me, I want to get into comedy, I'm like, well, just go up and do it. But I also know that when I wanted to get into comedy, I was very much like, oh, I need to know what I want to say. So I, I, you uh-huh. have to sympathize with them, too, because but, but I, I ha- was like that. I think it's different for different people, because the first time I go up, I, I, I don't have any... Oh, I see. I think yeah. they're already, like, not on the stage, mm. but stage fright is never a thing for me. Oh, that's great. And oh. I guess there are a lot of people just like me, but there are a lot of people who might take them a long time to get comfortable on stage. Mm-hmm. So that's not that's never an issue. It's the material is the issue. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, if, if there's no reaction, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. now something's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. yeah. Damn. But, but you're talking about from your perspective. Do you still have stage, stage fright? I wouldn't say it's like stage fright, but if whenever I don't feel like going on, it's more out of like laziness. Yeah. Oh, or, I have that constant thought every time yeah. before I go up. Either it's a show or open mic. There's a voice in my head that I don't want to go, but then oh, that's okay. I always go. Yeah. Hundred percent of the time. That's the thing I've learned about fear. It's not fear. I don't even not even fear. I don't know. Just the voice is like, yeah, just let's just not mm-hmm. go. Well, I wasn't suggesting that you were feeling yeah, fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, it's a similar dynamic in the yeah. sense that people think with comedy or, again, things that apply to comedy, I don't know. I think things that apply to comedy, they can apply to most things. But um, that if they have fear, they say, okay, well, I need to overcome my fear so I can do it. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you only ever overcome your fear by doing it mm-hmm. and then realizing that there's not anything to be afraid of. You can feel fear, but then you just decide to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what being brave is. You feel fear, yeah. and you do it anyway. That's what I... So that, don't yeah. let your fear control you. I'm very big on that. Don't. I mean, I'm big on it. Uh, I mean, therapy helps, certainly, but yeah. not letting your... Just because you have fear, that doesn't mean necessarily that you shouldn't do it or that you, or that you don't want to do it. That's, you can just say, I'm feeling yeah. very afraid, but I'm doing it anyway. That's why I can't stand people that that claim Shaggy and, and Scooby are cowards, because oh. they're the ones. Eddie that, Izzard claimed that they're cowards, and no, they're they are not cowards, because they're the ones that go into the bait. Like every time, they mm-hmm. may be afraid, but they have the balls to do it. Where Fred and Velma and all of them, like they kind of go off into safe zones and never really confront. I don't know, aren't they usually just like tempted by food? Which I, which of course, because they have the munchies. Well, I guess a little of both, but I think uh, you, you, it's easy to discredit the hard work they do and the crew. Ultimately, yeah, they're integral for sure. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Anyway, we're al- almost at ninety minutes. Okay, Ooh. do you have anything to plug? Do you have anything to plug? Well, well when is this going to come out? Uh, first of all. Oh, yeah, it's coming out a couple weeks from now. Okay. So if we so talk if about anything, anything somewhat outdated. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's not going to be something A couple weeks from now. Soon, you know? yeah. yeah, well, you know, if you want to follow me and my antics, you can follow Michael Allen CPA on various social media. If you're curious about, uh, what, what was that thing you were talking about earlier? Goat versus fish. Goat versus fish. Yeah, if you're curious about that, I hear that uh, has uh, has its own uh, social media, YouTube, podcast. So you can follow Goat versus Fish 
um, at Goat vs Fish on all kinds of stuff. Um, in fact, in fact, uh, in fact, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go to goatversusfish.com right now. Wow. And I, I I don't know anything about goat versus fish and that's his act. I, uh, wait, yeah, yeah. So apparently, um, let's see. On January 29th, you can see goat versus fish at at a show called uh, Burning Man at Sal's Whoa. Comedy Hole, which I believe is some kind of like crazy Bernie Sanders political. Oh, it's not thing, which is very strange yeah. because um, although admittedly I am uh, a very much a Bernie Sanders supporter, Goat versus Fish is typically very apolitical. So it's very strange that Goat versus oh. Fish would be showing up at a Bernie Sanders related event. But I'm sure Goat versus Fish will come up with some kind of crazy justification for why Goat versus Fish is there. Anyway, that's on January 29th at 7:30 p.m. at Sells Comedy Hole. Um, on February 20th. Uh, uh, at the Giggle Bash at Acme Comedy at 8.30 p.m. So you can definitely uh, check out those shows uh, if you want to see what the fuck that's all about. As for Michael Allen CPA, I guess I don't really have any shows coming up. <laughs> but check out Circle vs. Square. Check out The Joy of Drinking on YouTube. And, um, yeah. That's, awesome. what I, that's what I'm plugging. Awesome. Awesome. Don't miss the show. Yeah. Bye. That's great.